0: wants to serve but there's someone he didn't
1: those poor lego guys you're listening to return to gilead a fan podcast for down gilead lane by two new but serving fans of the show i'm ryan matlock and oh let me serve you (laughs) and today we're reviewing 6-4 just desserts by beth Colt, episode 75 on our return to gilead
0: no, no, no. I just didn't want to interrupt you, Ryan. I, I wanted to serve you and let you go ahead because we're serving oh, okay, fans okay, of the show. Okay. Right? Sure.
1: Right? What's the um, summary for today?
0: Timmy decides to campaign for class representative as a servant leader, but his behavior at school belies his true behavior at home. Meanwhile, Caleb is concerned when Maya willingly takes the blame for a mistake by Tiffany. Uh, we've got a big problem with the version differences in this episode. Uh, when I listened to this the first time, I was like, yeah, I don't know if I fully see it. I can kind of see it, but I, I wish there had been a little bit more build up to that and come to find out that the scene that was cut is kind of like the most important scene in the episode. So did they cut the first scene? No, the big scene where Timmy blows up and Miss B walks in. And then later we hear about where John was saying, oh, yeah, well, I'm sure she's used to – like, she understands that students are different at home. Now, that whole scene is still in there. But the scene that was cut is the last part of the scene where Timmy is going around the lunchroom serving people. And then we get the little bit of Miss B talking with Haley. And Haley says, no, he's totally different at home. And and, and uh, she's saying, well, what? He, no, he's probably a joy to work with. And then they talk about how Mary's coming in as room mom. And then the whole next scene with Mary as room mom is cut. And then there's, like, one line where Maya can't believe her parents let her come and stuff like that. And then there's, uh, like, slightly more sound effects on the CD when they're doing the dishes. Those are all the version differences. But the reason that's significant is because before Miss B actually comes to the Morrison house, we haven't seen her acknowledge that she's really impressed with Timmy. But in those scenes that were cut, we get that acknowledgement. So it makes the ending all the more impactful. And that's something Got that it. I didn't get in the original or in the the cut version. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I'm glad they were in my version. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I eventually heard that because I went from being eh on this episode, or at least on the Timmy side, to very, very positive on this side. Do you want to talk mm-hmm. about it? Sure. We have a dual storyline here with Caleb and what he's seeing with Maya and how she's acting. And- the lesson is the blessed are the meek part of the beatitudes and so that meekness comes across in timmy's case where he's not being meek and he's serving people just because he wants to be elected and there's nothing wrong with serving people that's great but we clearly see that timmy's not backing that up at home because even while he's helping people in the at school uh, back at home he's Uh, Being greedy about the peanut butter or or, or whatever that is when they're getting when they're getting food in the next scene. And he has a line where Haley, like, like asks, like, whatever happened to being a servant leader?" And he goes, he says, well, it's not that important right now, which very clearly shows the heart issue where his heart isn't in the right place with this. But then when Miss B comes in, everything becomes real to him because he realizes how important it is to not only be meek, I, I guess, but to have integrity. And to be serving people all the time not just when there's a reason to
1: yeah and if one thing I've caught it's a very subtle parallel between Timmy's story and Tiffany's oh but I think both the cool the cool theme between them is that both of them act differently in public and in front of the people that they want to please than they do in truth okay. and for Tiffany that comes back to bite her significantly because when she's mean to Maya, Caleb sees that, and over time, that starts to bug him, and he's just like, why are you bullying her? And so <laughs> it ends up to the point where he sticks up for her and outs her to her dad when she doesn't... Yeah. When, when she's trying to play it up as, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm just a perfect little girl, and it's sort of similar with Timmy. Like, he's trying to play it up, I'm a perfect little boy, except for when it doesn't profit him with his siblings... And so there's this neat sort of duality there.
0: And in Tiffany's case, she's actively trying to tell Caleb, don't do this, cover it up. And I love Caleb for sticking up for for Maya and and standing up against Tiffany also. Tiffany got to go out because reasons. I think that's really unfair, especially because Tiffany says, no, 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 Maya, there's no way. That would be totally unfair. It's just because you're the baby of the family. I'm thinking, Tiffany, you just begged to go out like the however many nights ago that was (laughs) the exact Uh same, like even worse, not like Maya's not begging, but she straight up begged to do that. And so when Tom eventually goes, well, I I think, yeah, I think you can go over to the Morrisons on Friday. I'll, I'll talk it over with your mother. And then there's a little short interchange between Caleb and Tiffany afterward. And Tiffany says, since when do you care so much about the little brat anyway, instead of having Maya's response, which would be, well, I care because she's my sister. Caleb just goes, She's not the brat. Deadpan. <laughs> great. Yeah, Caleb's delivery is fantastic. He's <laughs> in that line where the the vase breaks. He goes, "Dude, that vase was like from the seventeenth or eighteenth century." As Monica's walking up, like, oh, that's that's kind of not great. Mistakes were made. Uh, but we see even more how terrible Tiffany is, and I think that's a big thing to push Caleb toward the conclusion that he seems to be reaching at the end of the episode because he sees what weird stuff is going on in his family. And then he stops over to pick up Maya and he sees a little interchange between Timmy and John, which when I heard that, I thought, why is the scene continuing? Well, it's continuing because it's important we see John and Timmy playing together so that Caleb can see it and say, oh, my dad doesn't do that on a regular basis. Also, bringing out John's integrity that it's not just that John is putting on a show for Caleb to say, hey, aren't we a great family? No, he does it all the time. And that's what Caleb presses on. So I mm-hmm. think both integrity and meekness are good examples of the themes in this episode.
1: Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would. And it's really cool to see, especially like I'm I'm a huge fan of Caleb just as a character. Like we don't yes. get to see him much in the first five seasons, really. He's just kind of a background side character at least Mm -hmm. compared to Maya and Tiffany's screen time. And I really appreciate this chance to kind of get to know him a little bit more. Well, not a little bit more, a lot bit more in this season. Yeah,
0: He's been in every episode so far.
1: Yeah. And it's a really great arc. It's a really great sort of progression because prior we got Maya's story and like focusing on her in season two. And then we get uh, Mr. Richter and he's kind of constantly being focused on and Um, Mm -hmm. changing and generally kind of progressing in his character arc. And here we get Caleb. And so it's cool, especially kind of refreshing, because after the last season, which was focused entirely on the Taylors, it's nice to take take a step back and be like, what are the Richters up to again? Uh, Just because Mm -hmm. for the past 12 episodes, we've been hearing nothing but Mrs. Richter and
0: Tiffany be annoying <laughs> <laughs> and now we see how the rest of the Richters react to that and in some really satisfying ways Tom and Caleb standing up to Tiffany and Tiffany being the odd person out it's it just highlights even more like this is this doesn't explain why she's like this but it kind of shows she kind of has to be like this to stand up to her mom or to go along with her mom I guess um, to try to play different people in, in the ways yeah. that they would respond to her so as Caleb is changing, maybe she's seeing like, "Oh, Caleb, I can't push your buttons anymore. this is This is kind of weird because Caleb's starting to realize, yeah, I that wasn't really great. what happened. Also, the Morrisons are having like they're they're doing fine over there. So we can see subtle changes in him as these episodes go on. We haven't seen huge changes yet, but I like how we're getting little bits and pieces in these couple episodes. and we'll get mm-hmm. to some of the big stuff that happens. I think even in the next episode is when that happens, but i don't I don't remember. But um, uh, yeah. Caleb is good. Caleb is very good. So, we haven't talked a lot about the Timmy side of things. Is the clip of the day from Timmy's uh, point of view? Sure is.
1: Oh, that's it, Haley. I'm done. Next time you do all the dishes by yourself. Timmy, Miss <coughs>
0: oh. <gasps> Haley? <gasps> Timmy? <clears throat> Miss B is here. Mm.
1: Hello, Timothy. Hello, Haley. Mm. Uh, doing your chores? Yeah, uh, doing... Cheers.
0: Yeah, let's uh, say we all get into the dining room. Huh? Yes,
1: let's. That sounds great.
0: You know, our oldest daughter, Brooke, made this amazing chocolate crumb pie tonight. Mm, uh, sounds
1: wonderful. Good timing on your freak-out, Timmy. Your teacher heard the whole thing. I know.
0: Yeah, so the poignant part here is that we've seen uh, something that in this season with Michael and now with Timmy that I don't think we've got a ton on on Gilead. It's It's been here and there. But with Beth Culp... And her subtle messages she weaves through her episodes, a lot of the times the characters will end up learning them the easy way with a conversation with their parents where they realize how their little actions led to a big outcome or a, a big uh, something for them. Like I think Beauty and the Beast Within is a good example. Nothing too intense happened there, fortunately, but all the characters still learned uh, an important lesson. And like Stars and Gripes, yeah. right before then, Haley takes down the flag. And then has a conversation with her parents about that because it's affecting her deeply and we get to see the emotional side. With Michael in the previous one, he was opposed to his dad and what his dad wanted him to to not do in trying to get his way into the class. And then he learns it practically when he sees the Richters try to manipulate somebody else or try to take down someone else. And Michael goes, oh, that's what I was doing. And here, Timmy learns his lesson and John even brings this out, not because he realizes he was being a jerk to Haley. Even though Haley was kind of not being the best back to him, <laughs> he realizes it when he realizes that he's not been honest with his teacher and with his classmate about how he really behaves. And because his teacher, he's been playing up this facade for his teacher at school, and now that she's actually seen him at home, everything, everything's off the table. He's he's got to make a decision now. And so I really liked that. Uh, resolution for timmy i think it was i think it was really powerful
1: yeah and it's also interesting because we rarely hear timmy getting mad we hear him getting uh uncomfortable sad missing people generally he's more if he's gonna be anything he's gonna be sad and maybe a little whiny but not flat out yelling at somebody Uh, and this is the first time we hear it and it's also interesting because his voice is changing a little bit you can tell it's a bit deeper and so yeah. It's gone, it's gone from, aw, five-year-old little Timmy, to, ah, seven-year-old is yelling at me. And it's cool to see the progression. It's like, I'm I'm going to miss little Timmy as it slowly fades away into basically, I don't know if you felt like this was what you heard, but when Timmy's voice eventually changes, he sounds exactly like Michael.
0: Oh, I don't know if I can tell
1: yet. It's been a while since I've heard older Timmy, but... Mm... Or he sounds a lot like them, and it's sort of similar with when
0: Michael gets older, he sounds a little like Justin. Yeah, I, I know Michael's voice changing, but I, mm, you know, it's just been so long. I don't know if I can actually speak to that. <laughs> I know what you're right, you're getting fine. at. So if you wanna, if you're trying to build a case here, go for it. Well, it's it's not really a case. It's just okay. an observation, I suppose. Yeah. But like, it's also
1: from that. It's a little interesting because. Him sounding like Michael, he sounds a little bit like Michael here as he yells, because we just got an episode where Michael, actually we got three episodes, where Michael is yelling all over the place. And so it's interesting that Timmy is doing so now. It's almost like possibly he's following in his brother's footsteps, getting a little bit more uh, angry and aggressive in nature, as as that's sort of what his role models are kind of emulating for him.
0: Yeah, either that or just yelling is a common go-to when people are upset and every Morrison has done it at this point, it seems like. I mean, yeah, there's that too. I was amused by
1: at the end with the dishwashing when the dad comes in. He's like, hey, mm-hmm. hey, this dishwashing dishes is supposed to be a fun activity. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and yeah. they're like, uh, Is it no. though? <laughs> <laughs> well, going back to the second scene of the episode, the intro is just basically a cut version of the scene with Tiffany, Maya, and Caleb. What do you think about that, about not having the clips and just having a scene? I was confused because I thought it
1: actually was a scene. (laughs) And when when the scene happened a second time later, I was like, oh, I guess that was just the the intro, I guess. Yeah. It was interesting because it's different
0: from the normal YTP at the beginning. (laughs) Yeah, I I guess it underscores what the the conflict is going to be, but it also kind of spoils it. But it isn't the second yeah. scene, so that's fine. But what do you think about Maya taking the blame for Tiffany? Do you think in that moment she should have said Tiffany was trying to sneak out? Yes. <laughs> you you think so?
1: Yes. Okay. I don't see that there's any reason that a Christian should cover up for someone's wrongdoing.
0: Mm. Well, like
1: that's not that's not truly love. Like that person isn't going to see you as a, like, they're not, first off, they're not going to see you as upholding your Christian morals because you will claim that you love truth and you claim that you don't do bad things. But if you enable someone in doing so, then you, do you really think that those things are important? Yeah. And then in addition, if that person If you personally claim that when they do that, they're sinning and that separates them from God, then to allow them to do it and get away from get away with it sounds like you like enabling people being further away from God,
0: which Hmm. if that's what you believe, then you wouldn't do that. Yeah, this is like a mini condensed version of the Was Grace right question. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> but Maybe. then in
1: addition, in addition, there's no good reason. It's not like she's protecting Tiffany's desire to go out and work in a soup kitchen. She's <laughs> protecting Tiffany's desire to sneak out and get into trouble, which the, she which, then gets
0: permission to do immediately afterward.
1: Right. So, none of that is good. And if she's going to say, no, Tiffany, you can't leave through the window, then there's no reason to enable that. And then as for the vase, I don't see a reason to take the fault for that personally all upon yourself when it was someone else. Because there's the th- there's the next thing is that she's lying to her parents by saying, yep, it, it was me. I, I was the only one involved in potentially knocking over that vase. She's lying to her parents. And so later when it comes out, the whole truth, like she definitely wins out because her dad's like, you know what, you you tried to take the blame for it all. And you know what? You don't deserve any of the punishment that's coming come your way. Mm
0: -hmm. But that all could have happened from the beginning. So I was thinking of what she was saying when she was admitting to what happened and she accurately described everything that she described. She just didn't describe that the reason that she was in that scenario to begin with was because Tiffany pushed her. Maya even tries to explain it after Tiffany and Monica and Tom leave. And and she says to Caleb, yeah, I should have been more careful if I hadn't bumped it. It wouldn't have fallen over. I think she's imagining there are ways that Tiffany can shove her and not have her fall back into the vase. So is that necessarily a lie? Or is it a half-truth? Well, the motivation matters entirely
1: as Mm -hmm. well. You're right, yeah. Because here, she's not negating, or she's not leaving out the fact that Tiffany knocked her into it for a noble reason. It's to prevent Tiffany from getting in trouble, which that that was what she said from the start. Like, don't go out the window, you'll get in trouble. So it's not that it's wrong, it's that Mm -hmm. she'll get in trouble, so, if whatever she can do prevents Tiffany from getting in trouble, that's, in Maya's mind, all right. So, that's why Maya doesn't say anything about it, because if she doesn't say anything, Tiffany doesn't get in trouble, and getting in trouble is bad. But mm-hmm. that's not quite the full truth. It's not getting in trouble that's bad, it's doing the bad thing that gets you in trouble that's bad, which she's already doing.
0: Mm, right. So, what Maya wants in this episode is to keep... I guess, try to keep her family together because she sees that, that yeah. you know Caleb's, act, Caleb's acted out, Tiffany isn't really having it, and she wants to try to keep the peace at all costs, and that leads her to cover that up. But Caleb doesn't have a problem with telling the truth, and so that's why I really admire him for doing that later in the episode, and I'm wondering... Can we say that this episode focuses more on Caleb and from his perspective because we get him at the end seeing John and Timmy playing? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and so we we don't have to say, like, the episode is condoning what Maya did because Caleb is very clearly pushing back against it. Yeah, no. Yeah, so it's an interesting case study, though, to see that Maya's – even back in – I think it was a case against Grace in season three where Maya wouldn't fight back against her family and she would just take the abuse that she was getting from them, the insults and everything like that. Um, it makes sense that she would just lie down and not say anything in this episode. It fits with her character, at least. But it's also an, sure. an interesting contrast to see how Caleb handles it. So, I don't know. I thought it was curious. I definitely, I'd
1: say I enjoyed the Richter part of this episode more than the Morrison part, which yeah, is yeah. not common. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say I would say, I usually prefer the, the Morrison side because it's a lot more peaceful. This is... Uh, the exception to that rule.
0: Richters are just chill and trying to figure out who done it broke the vase, even though we, we know, but, you know.
1: Yeah, you mean the Voss. <laughs> the Voss.
0: Did you have anything else you wanted to pivot, that thing
1: you wanted to pivot to, was mm-hmm. this that? Uh, yes, it's the pun rating.
0: Oh, yeah! Can't forget that. What's your pun rating? Eight out of ten. Oh! Oh, because there are desserts in this episode! I totally forgot yeah. about that! And Miss, and B, and is Miss, and Miss B is bringing something, but coming it's over. just dessert. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: So yeah, very good pun.
0: That's brilliant. I think I even referenced that in the previous review where I was like, oh, this episode where there's only going to be dessert, cut to this episode where there's only dessert. That's great. <laughs> That's awesome. Right. Need we explain the pun um, rating more or shall we leave you it know at what? that?
1: No, it's a 10 out of 10. Yes! I said eight, but it's this is a 10 out of 10. You need
0: to keep track of these pun ratings and put them along on the, the DGO in wiki. The yeah. <laughs> in the spreadsheet? Yeah. spreadsheet. Haley's
1: kind of mean in
0: this episode. Yeah, not gonna lie, uh, uh, not feeling. It. I
1: really feel like she deserved to have some of the brunt of this because here's Timmy. He's not actually being a brat in the first scene. He's attempting to. He attempted to ask the way he should. He he did ask her. He just didn't exactly listen for a, a proper response. response because he was excited. But Haley immediately jumps to stealing his stuff in yeah. retaliation. I feel like especially since she should be the more mature individual, she bears the majority of the blame in the situation for just general wrongdoing. And then Timmy maybe needs to learn a lesson about listening, and then that's it. And then as far as later in the episode, when he's trying to do the dishes and he's struggling, and Haley's basically insulting him when he struggles or when he complains about anything and calls him a brat, insults his ability to serve at school. I really feel like that's incredibly uncalled for. And Timmy's not exactly a different person than he is at school. He just has a much more toxic influence (laughs) pushing him to his brink.
0: (laughs) You know, that's a really good point. I didn't think about it entirely that way. But I did notice how Haley doesn't really have that much of a comeuppance in this episode. No. We see Timmy's side, but not as much Haley's. So, um
1: yeah. I think that Haley exists huh. to push Timmy in this episode sure. to his limit so that he can learn his lesson. So she doesn't exactly need a comeuppance. I would have liked to see one, perhaps, but really, it's not her episode, so.
0: Yeah, but I think we've seen better ways of characters being pushed to their limits, uh, specifically the Morrison kids. I'm thinking back again to to talk to me with Michael and Justin. It is a good example, when Justin is pushing Michael to his limit by Justin just being a good guy and a a solid individual, and Michael being a twerp. So that's an example of how to do it well, and maybe this episode could have, used a little more refinement as far as that went but yeah, yeah agreed I'm not gonna diss the pun because the pun is is great but <laughs> yeah they can't all be winners they can't all be the last three episodes I'll put it that way perhaps yes okay now we'll go to the wraps All oh, right, you know that DGL spreadsheet we talked about earlier, Michael? Yeah, yeah. that that thing isn't really in use anymore. Oh. Because we have the return to Gilead, uh, the wiki on Return to Gilead for the Down Gilead. <gasps> wiki. A wiki? Yeah, i talked about this before, do you remember this? Is a wiki like the big brother of a spreadsheet? You can find the wiki and figure out that for yourself at returntogilead.com and uh, wiki.returntogilead.com is also the link to that. While you're there, you can also find our interview archive of all of the previous guests that we've interviewed on the podcast and other little bits and features that we have on the site. Ryan, do you want to actually answer your own question? Well, okay. I do. <laughs> is it? When a, when, a,
1: when, a, <laughs> when a spreadsheet doesn't know where to go, to spread its information across the cosmos of the internet it goes to its big brother a wikipedia and it says it says big brother wikipedia would you please share my information and then it says okay and so it does and that's what's going on on returntogilead.com where we have a wiki
0: next time we'll be reviewing episode 76 (laughs) hometown heroes part one um i'm not really sure what just happened but uh i'm michael (laughs) I'm right. Thanks so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time as we once again return to Gilead.